the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, is presented by WinBet. WinBet Casino is now offering a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 for new users. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. And we're brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com to get started today. And finally, don't forget to download the SGPN app for all of our free picks and podcasts. And welcome to the NBA Gambling Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, Rich, Fat Baby McKee. We're recording at 11 p.m. Eastern time on Thursday, previewing Friday's games for March 25th. And uh, 90% of sports fans right now, that's a scientific number right there, 90% of sports fans right now are in a March Madness haze. But we're seeing clearly, we're not here to talk about a child sport. We're here to talk about betting on a grown-ass human sport, the NBA, and with me tonight, an actual grown-up-ass human, not a chubby man-child like myself. He's a father, he's a husband, a producer and analyst at Action Network, Dan, the real man, Titus. It gets, every intro gets better and better, and it's, it's rich coming from the guy that's nicknamed Rich Fat Baby that I'm a grown-ass man, so thank you for that. You are a grown- You know what? I, <laughs> I introed you as a grown-ass man last podcast, and I totally missed on the rhyme of Dan the Real Man nickname, so there you go. I mean, I know Dan the Man. That's that's something people already say, but... No, I like I like your I like your added flair to it. Yeah, you're you're yeah. always good with the uh, with the intros. But what's up, man? I'm uh, watching. I got some money on Texas Tech, so hopefully... That comes through by the time you guys hear this podcast, we'll know whether Mike Krzyzewski goes out a loser um, in the Sweet 16. I would love to see that, but, uh, you know, yeah, that's just well, the, uh, that's the Homer Virginia on, Tech coming out in me. I have money on Duke. Ooh, we're, so, on, we're on opposite sides here. We're okay. on opposite sides of that. And, uh, you know, I figure there was some action pro systems that said uh, Duke was the pick plus one. But then I also felt like I'm in North Carolina now. I should bet on Duke. You're in you know? Durham Road, Jump. man. You're you're right in the thick of that. Jump so. on that train. <laughs> so I got that and uh, got money on the Suns right now. And that is a close game. Eight minutes left, neck and neck with Denver. I mean, Chris Paul's first game back, playing more minutes than I expected his first game back. I got to say, I mean, this has nothing to do with anything that we're talking about tonight. I am really loving Bones Highland as a rookie. So he is good, super man. fun to watch. Like his, his energy handle, level, his handle, his 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 ability to shoot the three. That I think I don't know. I was I didn't know that he had that that type of shooting ability. But he's instant offense, man. I'm loving him off the bench, and yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see him get more minutes. I'm glad that they've kind of shelved Faco Campazzo. That experiment's kind of done. Him and Monty Morris are definitely straight. But then once they get Jamal Murray back, man, that's going to be a really tough backcourt there. Absolutely tough backcourt. Yeah, he had 19 points tonight in uh, the mm. first quarter alone. Off the bench. How do you even do that? He was crazy. He was just, like you said, instant offense. Really good game right now going on. And I will try my best 
not to be distracted by it. <laughs> the one thing I didn't include in your intro is you are a Sixers super fan. Yes, I am. How are you feeling about the 76ers? Because I feel like my opinion changes of them weekly. Your opinion must change daily, <laughs> as locked in <laughs> as you are. How are you feeling about them this week? Uh, not the best. I haven't felt really, I haven't felt very good about them really since, uh, what loss was it? Probably the Nets game. Since then, I've been, I've been pretty concerned and I don't feel great about them in this spot. I I think, I think that they'll handle business and we'll, we'll get into that, but yeah, I really don't feel great about just the way that the bench looks. It's like non-existent and the way James Harden's also playing, like, I think he's, I don't know, it's kind of gone into that chill, hardened stripper mode that I, I feel like I need to see a little bit more out of him um, yeah. right now. And, and is he already giving too- up on this team? I hope he's not hope, already giving I up on this I hope not. Team. It's too early, man. Like, yeah. I feel like he hasn't really even fleshed out all of the, the stripper scene that Philly has to offer for him. So I think that there's still some hope there. And uh, But I just would love to see the offense be less reliant on Joel Embiid, back downs, and feeding the post so much. Like they need to get more people involved. And I think we've seen Tobias Harris get a little bit better, but not, not to the point where I'm comfortable yet. So, um, yeah, I don't feel great about it. I, I don't think that they're going to make a deep run into the playoffs based off of what I see right now. Even if they flip the switch, I still don't think it's going to be enough. But uh, I think they'll at least get out of the first round. But I don't know what that really means. I mean, you know? here's the thing. They've picked up two games in the last week on Miami. I mean, they're yeah. in spitting distance of the number one seed right now. And you're feeling not too great about them. Well, I mean, on the, on the flip side, I mean, we saw Miami almost implode last night uh, on on Wednesday night. I mean, we got Jimmy Butler coming at Udonis Haslam. Like, who yeah. even comes at Udonis Haslam? And he's like the OG of OGs. And then yeah. Spo, it was Spo that was really pissed off, man. He's throwing clipboards. I mean, that's probably pretty standard for most coaches. But, I mean, they were cussing each other out. And Jimmy yeah. Butler doesn't have the best reputation for uh, – holding holding it together and the team chemistry type of thing and when, when i see kyle lowry even walking off i'm like mm, maybe there's something there so i feel better about the sixers right now than i do the heat but either way i don't think anyone's really competing with the celtics right now i think that they're the team to beat them and probably the bucks right now i think are tops in the east yeah well we decided to talk about the sixers up top because it led into our five best bets of Friday. Um, and we actually have two bets on the 76ers game that we're going to preview plus four bets. We're actually getting six bets in this podcast, which is an amazing value for a free podcast. I mean, we are killing it. (laughs) So let's get into the Sixers. We're going to start with you like the over in this game and it's at two 22 and a half. What is it? Two two, two 22 and a half. That's what I got. Two 22 and a half. Um, and I actually have a you know quick look ahead. I have this. I I did this totally independently of Dan. I had this in my parlay that we're going to give out at the end of the episode. But uh, you like it as one of your best bets. Explain why you like the over here. Yeah, it's a little bit dangerous if you just look at the recent performance of these teams. Philly's averaging 108 points over their last 10 games and. Um, the Clippers are really close to them at 106. So obviously that's not going to hit the number, but if you take a look a little bit more at the history of these two teams, um, I think that this actually really is a good opportunity to flip the script here. A majority of Philly's games with Joel Embiid and Harden playing in the games have gone over. We've seen them draw a lot of fouls. And I think that that's something that the Sixers have kind of gotten away from 
with James Harden kind of playing a little bit lackluster. So I think that this is the perfect bounce back opportunity going on the road against the Clippers to kind of score more points and get back on track from a team chemistry standpoint. Philly is 14 and five as an away favorite to the over both teams in these, in this respective scenario with the Clippers being at home, they are seven and three to the over in their last 10 home games. The Sixers are eight and two to the over on the road in their last 10 games. And this first matchup, it was a very close one earlier in the year, 102-101. The Clippers eked out a victory. So I think that there's some revenge narrative here for the Sixers to kind of play up a little bit, have a little bit more energy, be more motivated to get that W. As you mentioned it, you know, just minutes ago, they are clearly in the, in the race for the top spot in the East. So they got to reel off some wins here. They are 5-5, five and five, I believe, in their last 10 games overall. But, you know, I think that this they can actually score on this Clippers team. Joel Embiid had 40 points last time this team played, uh, these two teams played. I think they're going to have a hard time guarding him once again um, because they really don't have anyone in the center to really hold him. It's not going to be Zubach and Isaiah Hartenstein. So if Harden can give them a solid 20, you see uh, Tyrese Maxey and, and – potentially Tobias Harris uh, speed it up a little bit, get that pace up. Uh, I think this game could definitely go over 222 and a half. So I think this is a bit low and I think the markets are really just playing off the fact that these teams um, had a really close game. 102, 101 in their last matchup. Yeah. I like this a lot. I had the trend. I read the trend that the total has gone over in seven of Philadelphia's last eight games. That got me right there. They have seemed to make a point like the last, the two previous years, they were known as a great home team. Like their home road splits were kind of absurd. How bad that, as bad yeah. they were, as good they were at home, as bad they were on the road. But they have seemed to make a point to really be better on the road this year. And I feel like Embiid can taste that MVP right now. Yeah. Like he is still the odds-on favorite, though Joker is nipping at his heels. So I feel like he has to close it out i mean if he closes out strong he's got it locked up people want to give him the mvp they don't want to vote for joker again especially when they're like kind of right there at the play-in tournament line yeah no i totally agree with that and you know this is the i mean this is the final stretch here so i think this is where you start to distance yourself um if you put up those big numbers and i think the clippers are certainly a, a a really good first start to doing that as we close out the season here. Um, but Jokic is going to, it's going to be tough, man. Um, but I think the nuggets, the way that they're trending in the standings right now, um, that definitely benefits Joel Embiid in his, and his argument for MVP. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I had a bet on this game as well as one of my best bets. Uh, I like the 76ers minus five and a half. Um, the Clippers are Oh, four and one against the spread in their last five games. Clippers are only covering this season at home 45% of the time, while Philly, as I mentioned, they've made a point to be better on the road this year. They're covering on the road against the spread 58.8% of the time. They just beat the Lakers by five points. LeBron didn't play, but still, you take LeBron off that Lakers roster, Clippers, not that much different without uh, Paul George and Kawhi. Um, and here's the thing. This is why I like this game. And I, I'm, I'm going to say like the last two episodes, my picks have been shit. I have been relying <laughs> too much on trends that, yeah, you know, the other people's trends. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to learn more about that shit. It's not <laughs> working. I swear that I'm not bad at picking games. If you look at 
my record on uh what was it dude tally site you were tally crushing site. it last year yeah, i was crushing last it. year so, yo dude i was yeah. chasing you the whole time yeah exactly so i mean i we got receipts we got receipts people yeah exactly so you could you could you could check out my record on tally site last season i i think i was number one and through the nba yeah. playoffs so i so i'm just gonna kind of go back to my gut here and uh <laughs> the clippers beat the Sixers in their house by one point back in January. Embiid is not going to win the MVP, losing to the Cl- this Clippers team twice in a row in the same year. Uh, and they beat them with this starting lineup Amir Kofi, Marcus Morris, Batum, Reggie Jackson, Zubach. They went into Philly and beat them with that starting lineup. That doesn't happen twice. I mean, let's, that, and, and let's not forget the Sixers also started Isaiah Joe and Furkan Korkmaz in that game. That's, that's not true. happening. This That's not happening. That's this not time. happening. Obviously <laughs> there's Harden on the team now. And right. I mean, Embiid had 40 in that game. So if he just had, you're right. Somebody better than Isaiah Joe, he, <laughs> he would, they would have won that game. They would have probably blown him out by 10. So I like them only giving up five and a half. Uh, Doc talked about resting and bead more. He was inactive against the Heat two games ago. The Sixers still won. We mentioned that already. Um, but it, you know, and uh, as I already said, Embiid needs wins like this to cement his MVP case, and they can still get that number one seed. So I like the 76ers here against the Clippers, who have nothing to play for really except for pride of LA. <laughs> Like they're one spot above the Lakers. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Right. I mean, yeah, they're struggling. They lost four straight uh, at this point. They're still in the playing tournament, but I mean, they could easily be bounced out here. So yeah, they're not playing for much city of LA. It's been great last two years, but this year, uh, this year in the NBA, oof, this one, you could throw out, you could throw this one out the window. It, this, this is looking bad. All right. Well, um, let's, I don't know if they can be bounced out though, right? They've got like what four games on the Pelicans. It's gonna be tough to get bounced yeah, out of that. I'm saying spot. that I think that they would probably I could see the Clippers losing. I could see the Clippers and the Lakers both losing in the playing tournament. Oh legitimately. Absolutely. Because so, I think at this point, I mean, I guess you know, Paul George is getting up shots now, but I don't there still has not been any there's been no definitive return date for it for him to play. So like I think. Right now, they've already mailed it in. Like, Norman Powell, they traded for him. He got hurt. He's out for the season. Robert Covington's barely even played. I think they're playing for 2023 at this point. So, yeah, I don't I don't expect the Clippers to do much more. Although everyone loves to tout Ty Lue and how great of a job he's done. He has done a great job. But let's also with, be honest With this here. roster, this team is 36. Excellent, yeah. This team is 36 and 38. So, yeah, give them – I'll give them, like, I'll give them, like, one flower out of a bouquet, I guess. But, like – Let's not gas him up too much for the work that he did. He did do a good job. He's done a good job. I mean, he's done a good job. He's done a good job. They're the better LA team and the Lakers, despite the sad roster that they have outside of their stars, they still have LeBron. They still have Russell Westbrook. Yeah. They should, they should be higher than the Clippers, but didn't even mention AD. Wow. That's how far. Well, AD has been hurt most of the season. He's been a, that's the well, thing. that's that's him, you know. Yeah, that's absolutely yeah. him. Um, okay, so what? Anything else to say about the Sixers, or should we wrap that one up? 
No, um, I was actually on that as well. So I'm glad you took the spread. I was going to do it, but I was like, ah, oh, let me go with the over, but I like both plays. So we're, we're aligned there. And now for a quick break and we'll be right back. Looking for a Vegas style casino fun in the palm of your hand? Look no further than WinBet, the premier online casino from the five-star Win Resorts properties. From classic table games to all the best slots, thrills, and jackpots, WinBet has everything you need for the ultimate casino experience. Sign up today and receive a 100% match up to $1,000. WinBet win hour from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, better prices on select games. Anyone who has the WinBet app is alerted right on the hour. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com and get started today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And hey, if you're looking for a sweet SGPN hoodie, every day March Madness games are being played, we'll be giving away a hoodie. Just go to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash merch madness to enter. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash merch madness. Let's get your next play. You got uh, Warriors plus two versus Hawks. Yeah, I switched it up last minute, man. I'm going to go with the under 220 and a half instead of the points. Um, why I changed it, it's more so because I can't really trust this Warriors offense right now. Um, six of their last eight games have gone to the under. And really, they can't generate that much offense outside of Jordan Poole and Klay Thompson right now. Klay Thompson is not shooting well. You know, he's shooting under 40, like around 40%. Um, Andrew Wiggins, without Steph Curry, he's been shooting 39% from the field, only scoring 15 a game. So I don't know where this offense is going to come from for the Warriors. And on the Atlanta side, it's Trey Young and Bogdan Bogdanovich. Like, those are the only two people that are scoring the basketball. Maybe a little bit of DeAndre mm -hmm. Hunter. But, you know, for the way these two teams match up, um, I think they're actually going to neutralize each other. Um, you could send different matchups to Trey Young, like Andrew Wiggins or Gary Payton II. I think they can probably disrupt him so that he won't go off for, like, 40. On the flip side there, you know, Jordan Poole, um, he scored 20, 20 points in, like, eight straight games or something like that. Mm -hmm. He's playing phenomenally well, but I just don't know outside of that that I can trust uh, much with the Warriors. And, um, you know, the Warriors, they're 18th in pace over their last 10 games. The Hawks aren't that far ahead of them at 14th. So I know everyone hates on how the Hawks don't play any defense, but I think that the Warriors can slow this game down enough where this is going to be not a fun game to watch. So I'm taking the under 220 and a half. Right. I mean, we saw the Warriors only score 90 against the Magic just the a magic. couple nights ago. The, the Magic. magic. The Magic yeah. won 94 to 90. <laughs> that is, yeah. that's the score of some of these college games we've been watching in March Madness. I mean, that's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. And you, we always hear how much, uh, we always hear Curry's value, uh, how he like draws so much focus away from the other players that gets them open shots. And we've really yeah. seen that play out. We've seen how Wiggins has just like cannonballed since with his offensive game, since he's been out and uh, Draymond too. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's been sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, I was just reading something by uh, 
uh, I think it was by basketball news where Steph Curry actually ranks in his career as one of the top, the most efficient off the ball screeners. Like he's up there with, with centers and power forwards and how frequently he does it. And I was watching this film of him just like, you know, setting random flare screens and back screens and all the stuff that makes it easier for people to create for themselves and not having him out there. No, that that's a, that's a trait. That's the part of the system that's been so successful for the warriors. When you don't have that person doing that, it's you're, you know, you're relying on ISOs and Clay Thompson jacking up 20 shots. And I don't still don't feel like he's right yet. So yeah, I, I'm going to continue to fade the warriors here, which isn't, Probably isn't that popular, but you know, they're just not playing very well. Um, there's not passing the eye test when you lose to the Orlando Magic, man. That's and you're still on that same road trip. Yikes. Yeah, I get that. I get that. All right. I like that. I like the under there. For my next one, speaking of uh crappy teams, I am gonna go with the Houston Rockets minus three and a half versus the Portland Trailblazers in portland and i know what you might be thinking what are you what are you doing here the rockets are favored in portland that they've, they've got the worst uh they've got the worst record in the league well here's why as soon as this line came out as rockets it opened at rockets minus two and a half so many sharps jumped on it immediately that the odds makers move the line immediately a whole point. Now it's minus three and a half. That happened in the first hour that the line came out, which shows that the, everybody is in agreement that that was a bad line. And what like the Portland is as bad as the Rockets are. Portland has been even worse lately. This is the starting lineup they're trotting out there. Drew Eubanks, Chris Dunn, Trendon Watford, CJ Ellaby, and Justice Winslow, who got hurt in the last game, only played seven minutes. So you've got Greg Brown taking a lot of his minutes. Greg Brown, a rookie. What can you tell me about Trendon or CJ? Brendan's actually been playing pretty well, but CJ Ellerby, he's not that tight. Exactly. Um, That's what I'm saying. It's your, your handicap for this is absolutely perfect. Cause like I just pulled up the NBA injury report and man, this list, <laughs> Eric Bledsoe, Josh Hart, Joe Ingles, Damian Lillard, Nasir Little, Yusuf Nurkic, Eric yep. Simons, Justice Winslow. Who's playing for the Portland Trailblazers? I'm going with the Rockets. <laughs> Drew motherfucking Eubanks. That's their best yeah. player right now. Yeah, and that shout out to you. If you guys haven't seen it yet, go to the Action Network. There's a really funny <laughs> clip of Drew Eubanks that McKee produced and and uh, did the narration for that. I think what, what I forget what team was he on at that point. He was on the well, he uh, was on the Spurs. And yeah, the Spurs. Right, right, right. We did a video, the biggest upsets of 2021, according to Vegas odds. And this actually ties into what I was going to talk about with this game as well, because ah. Drew Eubanks was on the Spurs when they upset the the Suns. But the Houston Rockets, they had the biggest upset of last year. And that was when they beat the Bucks uh, in April. It was in April. So it's kind of like getting at the end of the year, what time we're in now, where people are already kind of looking forward to the playoffs. But these teams who are at the bottom of the pack 
uh, some fight. of them are still fucking competing. And I yeah. feel like this Houston team, they still want to compete. And that's the game that Kevin Porter Jr. had 50 points. Ah. And Kevin Porter Jr., he's still playing 30 minutes. He's still going hard. Jalen Green, still playing over 30 minutes, playing yeah. hard. Christian Wood, still playing hard. Like these guys, they have like a legit, they have some legit talented players on this team. Uh, Singoon has been playing yeah. great. So, yes, yes. I like this Rockets team to start racking up some wins here at the end, meaningless wins, but. Give me the Rockets minus three and a half versus the god awful Trailblazers. You've sold me on it. Um, the Trail uh, the Rockets are currently dead last in the Western Conference with 18, 18 wins and 55 losses. Let me see how that compares to. So they are officially the worst team in the NBA. I said um, they've got the worst record. I'm telling record. you. They're bad, but I'm telling you, they got spicy at the end of last year, too. <laughs> <laughs> i like it rockets. christian wood's been having one of the best months of his of this season right now he, he decided to finally play basketball when it doesn't matter at all and you're right i think they're going to continue to play the rookie and jalen green um and, Kevin and this porter is when Jr. porter is at his best when shit does yeah. not matter yeah yeah so, i like the edge there I, i'm definitely going to yeah. give it to the rockets and another quick break and we'll be right back guys i am loving trade coffee Trade Coffee, check it out online. You can order from 60 of the country's best craft roasters. They're small businesses who pay farmers fair prices to sustainably source the greatest beans from around the world. Whether your friends call you a coffee snob or you just know a coffee tastes really perfect, Trade's real coffee experts personally taste over 450 roasts so they know exactly what to recommend. Because the truth is, what I like and what you like might be totally different. You will like the selection of specific coffees that are different from anyone else's taste. Just answer a couple of questions and you'll get your very own personalized variety of coffees delivered fresh to you as often as you like, no gimmicks. Right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off your first order, plus free shipping when you go to drink trade.com slash sgp that's more than 40 cups of coffee for free get started by taking their quiz at drinktrade.com slash sgp and let trade find you a copy that's drinktrade.com slash sgp for 30 dollars off all right what do you got next well from one dumpster fire to the next um <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna <laughs> bet i'm gonna bet on the pistons uh minus two and a half versus the wizards uh you know so it's just a friday lineup you know like there's not that many not all the lines have been released yet or at least the ones that i'm comfortable in betting but like this one kind of stood out to me mainly because the wizards on thursday night got absolutely trounced by the bucks and they look awful without kyle kuzma we're in 2022 how the hell did this ever happen that we would be that a team would be disappointed not to have kyle kuzma in the lineup but it makes a difference and Detroit has actually been one of the better teams since the All-Star break. They're 9-1-1 against the spread in their last 11 games. They're 6-3 against the spread at home over their last 10 games um, with minus the one push. And then, you know, I just don't know where the Wizards are really going to generate offense. They're trying out Raul Neto and, you know, you got Daniel Gafford and Thomas Bryan and 
KCP, and then you got Chris Porzingis just in the middle of that. The good thing about the Detroit Pistons is they're actually healthy, similar to the Houston Rockets. They're play- it's like the Houston Rockets and the Pistons are playing their best ball of the season right now. Yeah. And there's not there's like no one on the injury report. They're the Rockets that- of the East. Yes, great point. <laughs> they are absolutely the Rockets of the East. And, uh, you know, B. Stu, uh, Isaiah Stewart is in the lineup. Cade Cunningham is back. Jeremy Grant is back from a short injury. Um, Sadiq Bay has been playing really well. I don't see anywhere. He had 50 points. He did. He did have 50 points. He was one of the people that got into that 50 point barrage, um, over the last couple of weeks. So there's just so much talent on this Detroit team that I don't think that the wizards can stop them And two and a half points with the wizards coming off a back to back. Um, I'll take that all day. So I'm going to, I'm going to take the Pistons here. This is only like the third time they've been favored this season, but I'm going to ride with it. I love the way they've been playing and Washington, they actually have some motivation here. Washington has won six of their last seven outright against the Pistons. So I think it's time for some revenge. I'm going with the Pistons. I like it. I like it. I've been turning on a Pistons game. They've been fun. Yeah. And I, I never turn on a Wizards game. So <laughs> <laughs> just based on that alone, I, I like it. And uh, just a quick update. 34 seconds left. And the Suns are up by eight. Yes, yes. And that means yes. they clinch the number one seed overall. I don't even care about that. I just bet on three and a half, uh, three and a half dogs. So I feel great about that. <laughs> yeah. Two, two units on that bad boy. I got them too. I got them too. All right. Well, um, yeah. Uh, I Okay. So next up, I love fading the Utah Jazz. And I hope that I'm not too biased on this one, but this is what I'm going with. I like the Hornets plus three and a half at home versus the jazz Bogdanovich just downgraded to out with a wrist injury, Utah one and seven against the spread in their last eight road games, Utah after a loss, they just lost. Both teams are coming off of a loss actually. So after a loss, Utah against the spread has been 9, 17, and 1, covering at only 34.6% this season. They, despite them still being at the top, you know, the top half of the West, they seem to spin out again after a loss. So I don't like them here. When Charlotte, after a loss, they're covering against the spread at 58%. So way better, obviously. Utah is like down at the very bottom after a loss against the spread. And Charlotte, they really have something to play for because Atlanta sniffing on their heels for that nine spot. And if you remember last year, Charlotte at the very end dropped down into that 10th spot. And so they didn't have home court advantage in the play-in game. They ended up getting smoked by Indiana in Indiana. So I think they're LaMelo ball has been playing. Well, I think that they're want to get up for this game. They want to win some more games. They want to make sure to hold on to that nine spot because Atlanta has been playing better. What do you think? You like the Hornets there? I do. But the thing was, this was going to be a stay away from me because I was really trying to find the argument where I could bet on the Utah jazz. And I just didn't see it. Like, I, I don't trust them at all. Like, they're they're yeah. awful on the road. They don't play – they play down to talent. Um, yep. 
like they should be the better team here, but like to only get three points, I don't trust it. And the way that the Charlotte Hornets have been playing, they're seven and three in their last 10 games outright. Um, it seems like ever since Isaiah Thomas came on their squad, they've been playing like motivated basketball. They still don't have Gordon Hayward, but it hasn't really mattered. Miles Bridges is holding it down. Um, they're getting really good play out of their main stars and Terry Rozier. I think he'll go toe to toe with that, with uh, Donovan Mitchell here. So yeah. the only X factor that I have is like, can they stop Rudy Gobert? But Rudy Gobert, this team is the Charlotte, the Charlotte Hornets play with so much pace. Like, I don't know that he's even going to be that as big of a factor as he could be. Um, if they slow the game down, maybe, but I don't know. I, I feel like I give the edge to the Charlotte Hornets here, just the way that they're playing and just how bad Utah's been. Like, I don't, I don't want to bet Utah. So I think you're right to fade him. Yeah. And has, and this is weird to say, but Hassan Whiteside is <laughs> injured. He's not going to play. Yeah. And so there's nobody to back up Gobert. It's like Rudy, Go- Rudy Gay is like their backup center. Like their exactly. Small ball center. So there, there's a good chance the Hornets could just run them off the floor. And oh, agree. Um, so, yeah, I like the Hornets here. Love to fade the Jazz. Go ahead and take the points. Uh, it's at plus three and a half right now. Not sure what side the money is coming in on, but uh, we'll see what happens in the morning. Yeah. Uh, I'm expecting right, some movement another, on that. Another pick for us? Or are we done with these picks? I think we're on to the parlays. Friday parlays. No, no, no. We got our game of the night. Oh, shit. We got our game <laughs> of the night. And right. then on to the Friday's parlays. Um, all right. So I picked game of the night. And I think this is a fucking awesome game. Dallas Mavericks versus Minnesota Timberwolves. And I watched the Minnesota Timberwolves last night in depth because they played the Suns. And I got to say, they are hands down the most fun team to watch right now. They play with so much energy on both sides of the floor. They were totally spitting out the Suns last night in the first three quarters. They didn't know what to do with them. Now, the Suns are more methodical and are great in crunch time, so they pulled ahead in the fourth quarter. But I really felt like the Suns were going to lose this Minnesota team. And Dallas, I mean, they've been just as good, if not better, 14 and 6 against the spread in their last 20, 10 and 3 straight up in their last 13. You've got Minnesota 10 and three against the spread in their last 13 games, 10 and three straight up in their last 13. I mean, really fun teams to both bet on and to watch. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I was, I wanted to pick this one, but it's pretty much at a pick them right now. Right. So yeah. Um, the way that I saw Minnesota play Phoenix gave me a lot of, a lot of confidence in them being a legit basketball team. Like granted, Chris Paul didn't play, but the way Carl Anthony Towns went at their whole squad, like dunking on Jay Crowder, getting in his face. It's like Pat Beverly instilled this like energy of like, we're not going to back down to anybody anymore. We're legit. Not only that, but he was, he was getting back on defense and making blocks. Yeah. Like that was the biggest criticism of his career for the first few years. He just could not give a fuck about defense. Right. He is the most, this is the most confident he's ever been. And he said it in a, in a presser. I watched uh, uh, probably like two or three games ago, but I think this team is solid. Like Anthony Edwards, probably one of the better young, potentially two-way players we could have in the league. D'Angelo Russell is actually healthy now and he's playing well. 
this is a loaded team. So and for he's me, bought I, into the team. He's not yeah. just trying to get his own stats, which is maybe right. the first time we've seen this since he was on the nets. Like he yeah. is really bought in. He's playing mm-hmm. defense. He he's distributing better. Yeah. And, and not to like, just throw the Dallas Mavericks to the side, like they're like chopped liver or anything like that. Like the Dallas Mavericks have been playing really, really well. And Luca's pretty much been an MVP since Chris Porzingis left. And I think that yeah. they're getting phenomenal play out of, out of Spencer Dinwiddie. It's like night and day, like what this team is doing right now. So it's um, crazy. Nobody thought that those two players could play together. They've been right. super fun. Yeah. And even Jalen Brunson, like he had to take a little yeah. bit of a hit statistically, but I mean, he's still solid. And so like the one weakness that I think that the Dallas Mavericks have really is in the front court, like can Dwight Powell and Maxi Kleba uh, hang with Carl Anthony Towns? I don't know that they can. My lean here is with the the, the Timberwolves. They have lost what three straight, um, mm-hmm. which is rare for them. Like they're they're going on this ridiculous run uh, post All Star break, and then they. No, I'm sorry, they've lost two straight. Two straight, two straight, two straight. And they so, lost. They just lost to Dallas in Dallas by two points. Right, and then they just came off that tough game versus the Phoenix Suns. So I think this yeah. is a good spot for them with that day in between. I think they could beat the Dallas Mavericks. It's, it is it is going to be a tough matchup on their home on the Dallas home floor. But yeah, I, I like the I like the Timberwolves here. If I wish there's just more value on the points, um, I don't really like it as a pick them. But uh, if you have some money line value, I mean, I guess it makes sense to take the Timberwolves there. But I'm I'm gonna wait in the morning and see if this line moves at all. Hopefully, favors the Dallas Mavericks, and then I'll definitely jump on the Minnesota Timberwolves. Absolutely, I feel like when you have two evenly matched teams, which I feel like these two teams are right now, usually they split the games when they play these kind of mm-hmm. close series. When you know the um and the fact that dallas only won by two at home i feel like it's minnesota's game here but again i'm gonna stay away for right now until i see like you said which way the line moves and um this is just a real fun game to watch and i don't know maybe what's what's the total here 228 what are we thinking on the total here any thoughts yeah the total's got over dallas always plays that yeah Oh, God. I was going to say that Dallas or Minnesota has gone over five of their last six games. Uh, and Dallas under in seven of their last nine. Yeah, I was going to say Dallas is really good at slowing the pace and playing that half court defense, which makes me lean towards the under. But I could also see very much, I could also see like a shootout, like Luca go for 40 with go toe to toe with Carl Anthony towns, you know, no defense really getting played. Anthony Edwards goes more on offense than he does on defense. Um, but yeah, I'll probably stay away from the total. Um, but I am really curious to see how this, if this line moves much by the morning. Okay. Another quick break and we'll be right back. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanage VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure the internet. IPVanage helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing histories, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands, like the Russians. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on your speed, your computer, your tablets, your phone, 
even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So go to IPVanish.com SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% off savings. That's I-P-V-A-N-I-S-H dot com slash SGP. Let's talk about our Friday's parlays. And this is a segment I used to do every Friday uh, back in the day, uh, a year ago, <laughs> when I was <laughs> hosting this podcast every day. And I would, I would uh, get some of my guys on. We'd do some Friday's parlays. Throw out a long shot parlay, because why not? It's Friday. Get a little crazy. Maybe you're not a big drinker. Maybe you're not a big drug user, but you want to get a little dangerous on a Friday night. Well, we've got our Friday's parlays for you. And Dan, since this is your first Friday's parlays, would you do the honor of going first? Absolutely. I'm going to just to spice things up. This is my first time actually playing a turnover parlay, but I'm really excited to do it because I think I got some really good choices here. And uh, it gets you plus 507 um, if you do hit this. So the first this one I'm going to go with. actually not just the first turnover parlay for you. This is the first turnover parlay for the entirety of NBA Gambling Podcast. I can History say that being made. with History confidence. History being made. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Oh, here we go. You're going to do it. All right. All right, here we go. LaMelo Ball, over two and a half turnovers. He had four turnovers against Utah earlier this year. He's averaging 3.1 this season. It is a bit down to 2.2 over his last five, but I'm not concerned. I'm expecting a more high pace. He's going to turn over the ball. He's going to have the ball in his hands, and you want to really target point guards anytime you're playing a turnover prop. It's just my theory. I don't know. It just makes sense. Usage and you know mistakes happen. So um, if Utah is going to be gunning for – a victory here. I think that they're going to have to put some pressure on the ball. So LaMelo ball over two and a half turnovers. I'm going with Jordan pool over two and a half turnovers. He's compiled nine turnovers in his last two games. He's seen the ball more in his hands, uh, being more of a facilitator as well as a score for this Warriors team that has really no offense right now. He had zero turnovers against the Hawks in their first matchup, but he's averaging 2.8 over his last five. So I've seen, I watch a lot of Warriors games just being in the Bears, always like the late game. I've seen him be very reckless with the ball, whether it be, you know, just reckless turnovers, you know, dribbling too much in ISO or trying to make cross-court passes. So I think this is one that could certainly hit the over as well. And the last one, a bit high, but I'm going to go with Luka Doncic over four and a half turnovers. Big number here, but he turned over the wow. ball eight, eight times versus the Timberwolves the last time they played. And then the last two games before that, he had four turnovers. So I feel like Luca's a uh, pretty turnover prone against this Minnesota defense. And uh, we were just talking about how good this defense is. They're going to be coming for blood here. You know, after losing that last game by two points, I think Luca might be the one that's uh, going to be having a little bit of more of a rough contest here. So I'm going to go four and a half over four and a half turnovers for Luca. So that completes the trifecta plus five Oh seven turnover parlays for Friday for those that want to get on it. Wow. I'm going to bet this just because I've never bet a turnover <laughs> parlay before. And there's not a lot I've done for the first time. <laughs> I'm almost 43 years old. There's not a lot of firsts anymore. So this is really exciting. For me. One last break. I promise. 
We'll be right back. There's a lot of basketball to bet on right now, but year round, there are never enough things to gamble on. And that's why you need stable dual because horse racing is 365 days a year. Stable dual, even if you don't know a lot about horses, it's great because they teach you about betting on horses. You can win as much as $25,000 with just one entry. It's a DFS style app for horse racing. I mean, how cool is that? All you gotta do is download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle, baby. Play, race, and win. And we're brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. March Madness is in full swing and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. Every tournament, PropSwappers make thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself, not the books. Then after you make your purchase, you can either go for the win or resell your bet anytime to lock in a profit. Like Dave from Chicago, who purchased a $100, 80-1 North Carolina championship ticket on PropSwap in January and then resold it on PropSwap for $500. So use promo code SGP when you make your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. So go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. (laughs) My parlay, not as exciting, but... Longer odds. I have got that is exciting. Sixers money line versus Clippers. I've got the Heat money line versus Knicks. I know he talks about the Heat have struggled lately, but I feel like they're not going to lose to the Knicks at home. What better team to get right against the Knicks? I doubled it as there. I've got the 76ers Clippers over 222. And then I've got the Pistons money line versus the Wizards. And you put all four of those together, that is six to one odds. You're throwing down 100, you're winning 600. That makes a great Friday night. I really like that. That's a that's an attainable one. I feel like mine's more of a stretch because, like, I, I, do I want to bet on Luca to have five turnovers? But, like, I feel like most of what we talked about here really aligns with your parlay. So I love that. Yeah. Um, Minus the heat, but they're going against the Knicks, so it's all good. Exactly. It kind of cancels <laughs> out. I should say that of all the Friday's parlays that I've thrown out, I think only one is hit. <laughs> <laughs> These do not hit very often. That is just a, that is a disclaimer I should have said at the top, but <laughs> they were always fun. Don't, don't put your rent money on it, but you know, right. put the equivalent of a beer on it. Sprinkle, sprinkle something on it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, thank you very much for joining me again on a late Thursday night, Titus. Um, where can people find you? Hit me up on Twitter at Dan Titus, and you can make sure you listen. It's your, if you're playing fantasy basketball, Buckets Podcast on the Action Network. Uh, we're finishing up the season, but uh, if you want to get those last waiver pickups, some schedule information, hit me up. Definitely down to give it to you. And then also PropCast, more stuff coming. Next Tuesday, uh, I'll be on with Scott once again. And uh, yeah, man, more stuff coming from SGPN. This the uh, never stops over here. So I have to be on another show. Absolutely. Does anything happen with fantasy basketball for the playoffs? Do you get in any pools or anything? 
not so much. Um, yeah, once the season's over, I'm pretty much done. And then I'm just all sports betting all the time. Even though, like, I'm, I'm all sports betting all the time now, but, like, even more focused on it. Because I feel like it always helps me to kind of, like, player props, fantasy. I think I have more of an eye on 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 players. And, like, Trendon, Trendon Wofford, for example, he's been a great uh, player prop guy for points, rebounds, and assists just because he's been – there's literally no one else on Portland to fill up the stat sheets other than Drew Eubanks at this point, which is really sad. But, uh, hey, <laughs> if, if it improves your bankroll – I have no argument. <laughs> Drew motherfucking Eubanks. We gotta, we gotta start calling him the big trout. He, it's, it's a, it's a crime that nobody has thrown out that nickname except for me. He's from Troutdale, Oregon. He now is back in Portland. Let's call him the big trout. All right. Well, you can find me at the Ryan McKee and, uh, you know, I'm always producing videos on the Action Network YouTube page, and we'll be back uh, next week and every day next week. And uh, hopefully I get back on track with my picks and you can stop sending me angry messages on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> have a great night. Best of luck to you with your bets. Ba -ba 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 basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it! Basketball, give me, give me, give me the ball because I'm gonna dunk it! Yeah! Ba -ba 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 -ba